What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug. And if you're joining me on YouTube right now, you already see how free and gorgeous the backdrop is for the woman that's joining me on the podcast today. But if you're in the podcast, I can tell you this is a whole vibe. Like there's a vibe going on and it's going to translate through into everything that we talk about. Welcome to the podcast, Anna. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited too. So um, for those of you who are joining us, maybe you're catching Anna for the very, very first time. She is a soulful business coach, which I love because y'all know I'm all about soulful business. And she helps sisters, like sisters, (laughs) soulpreneurs and coaches ditch the one-on-one hustle, build a boss mindset and earn more income changing lives with less of their time traded for money. So that's super, super cool. Because of course that means freedom, fulfillment, all of the things. Mm-hmm. And I had like a couple minutes chatting with Anna just before, and I feel like there's going to be a really nice combination of like the realness, the like, but from both like a mindset energetic basis, but but also like what can you actually apply into your life right now? So that will be great. Anna, why don't you share us a little bit more about your personal story though? Like, where are you from? Yeah. How'd you get here? Yeah, I mean. I'll try to keep it as concise as possible because that could be a very that can be a whole podcast on its own. <laughs> but my story really started um, when I had an anxiety attack, you know, ten years ago, and that catapulted me into my self development and healing journey because there was obviously something going on <laughs> that I needed to become more aware of, and you know, from the books and the courses and the healers and the ceremonies and like everything that I dove into brought me to, and even a little bit later kind of in my journey brought me to meditation, which then I became obsessed with and got my meditation teacher training and started sit with Anna. That's, that's really where it started me just wanting to help others to, and that's sit with Anna makes a lot more sense. I think (laughs) with knowing that. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. those of you listening, she is at sit with Anna on Instagram. If you want to go stalk her right now. Yeah, (laughs) When I read that first, I was just like, I wonder if it's a play on like, you can sit with us. You can't sit with us. You know, mean girls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously I have mean girls on the brain, but um, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And then, I mean, at the end of the day, still my clients very much sit with me. So it's, (laughs) it carried on nicely. You know, we weren't, standing at any point. Um, So yeah, I started out as a meditation teacher, really just wanting to demystify meditation because it felt kind of untouchable or unreachable from somebody who's just, you know, an everyday person that was just dealing with anxiety, didn't really know what was going on inside of themselves, didn't know that there was a solution for it. Mm -hmm. That was outside of medication. Mm -hmm. And so me really leaning into that space and then it shifted. And as I was growing and learning more and healing more and evolving more, obviously, you know, my business did as well as all of ours do. Mm-hmm. So then I started to infuse the mindset elements and the self-empowerment elements. And then like a little law of attraction up in there. And then, you know, just like kept building and growing. And I found that 
at one point I started to naturally attract others to star solopreneurs, impact-driven entrepreneurs, and, and then just asking me, how, how are you doing this? Like, give me any tips for Instagram or do you have any tips for this? Or how much do you charge? And like all of these questions started to come in. And then I worked with a coach a few years ago who really, you know, kind of pivoted me into the business niche, even mm-hmm. though I was a little resistant at the time, because I think niching is scary for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They think that they're like pigeonholing themselves or putting themselves into a smaller space. Mm-hmm. But I'm so, so glad that it did because not only has it brought me like an immense amount of joy and inspiration and fulfillment, but I get to help the helpers, mm-hmm. which I feel like not only takes my impact and puts it out there exponentially, mm-hmm. but it helps other women rise who are, you know, looking to do the same thing and have a fulfilling freedom based biz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important. I love that. And th- that's one thing that like really hit me hard recently when I was thinking about the, the, the ripple effect of like helping people, you know, and that really just is like one more stone thrown in the pond of like more and more ripples when you get to take what you know, what you embody, and then kind of infuse that into other people who are helping. Cause I think the fact that you started off with meditation is so cool because it is such a foundational practice in I know in my life like personally I love meditation but I was so the same like I didn't really see the point of meditation and I literally thought the whole point of it was to sit with no thoughts at all whatsoever and so I was like I can't meditate I don't know how (laughs) like years and years ago um and then later I learned there's like different types of meditation and there's this and there's that and it's like more about like creating stillness with yourself and I was like okay I like this whole thing um but my point was, what was I saying? It was about a foundational practice around, um, because, oh yeah, right. When we're centering ourselves and our energy and our mindset first, then we are so much more centered and focused in the energy that we're putting out into the world, whether we're thinking from a law of attraction basis, from a business and like, like clarity in your business for your client's perspective, all the things, right? So I mean, that's my thoughts, but what's been your kind of um, perspective actually doing the work? Like, how's it really helped and shifted people like having the knowledge of meditation as a background, but then also like infusing, I guess, more of the things that you're doing now more that are more relative to like soulful business coaching? Yeah, I'm a huge advocate of not only focusing on the strategy and the, you know, very kind of divine masculine checklists and to do's and goals and like, go, go, go the hustle, the grind. If you focus purely on that one, you're going to burn out. Like that's not a balanced way to go about things. But secondly, if you really want sustainable success and growth, you need to do it on an inner and outer level. Mm-hmm. And without the inner, it's much more difficult to get the outer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Um, what kind of inner work have you like, um, maybe, how do I want to ask this question? I feel like I'm curious around like for the people that you've worked with that are working in business, is there like a common theme or a trend that you find in terms of like where people are surprised that they need to dive into or maybe it's like things they might've not consciously thought about because I do think sometimes with business, 
we have all of the things we think we need to do. And then there's all the things that are really going to transform us. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I want to get like a logo and a website and a strategy. And then it's like, okay, but how about we focus on your money story, your self-worth, <laughs> you know, your limiting beliefs. And yes. without focusing on, you know, the latter, again, it's going to be a lot harder to, even if you are implementing a badass strategy and you're like, but why isn't it working? Mm-hmm. When we aren't seeing the results in our outer reality, we have to go inwards and ask, okay, well, what part of myself is maybe in resistance or blocking or in a disbelief that this is actually going to work mm-hmm. and getting our state ourselves into a state of allowing for all of that, that we are hustling and trying so hard to bring in. we have to actually be in a state to allow it in because it's there. Mm-hmm. It's just, are we able to allow it in? And that's purely based on your level of belief, your mindset, your energetic point of attraction, mm-hmm. you know, all your self-worth. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, you know, when you ask what is something that they're maybe surprised about, it's parallel to what I was surprised about, which was self-worth, mm-hmm. you know, in my own journey. Right. And I think, you know, self-worth and self-love, like this stuff gets thrown around a lot, but I think that unless you really dive into it, you look at it superficially or at a surface level. You're like, yeah, I love myself, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, okay. Yeah, I do self-care. Like, I take that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did a face mask last night. Like, come on, you know. <laughs> Cucumbers and all. But when we really, really kind of crack through the superficial layer of that and go a little bit deeper, there's so many things that are interwoven in the narratives that creates our self-worth story mm-hmm. that we don't even know about unless we're kind of brave enough to to lean into that space and for me and what really led me to having an anxiety attack and having anxiety in general was just back to back horrible relationships mm. that really broke down my level of worth mm-hmm. and so over time and for me And what I teach that anxiety is purely your soul screaming at you to come home because you have strayed far outside of your truth and outside of your alignment that your soul is like, get the fuck back here. (laughs) And like your soul can only speak to you through emotions. And so it's like, you know, it, it it took me hitting the kitchen floor with an anxiety attack to be like, okay, I'm listening now. It was knocking for a while before, but it really needs to give me a nice bitch slap to get my attention. Mm -hmm. Me looking back and through, again, the ceremonies and the energy healing and like all these different things that were, that gave me the ability to go within and really investigate why I was so out of alignment with myself because I didn't believe myself. I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think I was beautiful. I didn't think I was smart. I didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these things that seeped into my belief system Mm -hmm. through these, you know, toxic relationships Mm -hmm. that I needed to unlearn. Yeah. And so much of life is not even becoming the better version of yourself or learning how to do things better. It's just forgetting and unlearning all the ways that got you to the kind of misaligned place that you're at right now. I literally right? that all the time. I'm like, most of the work is unlearning, not yeah. learning. Oh my gosh. We came in abundant and worthy and capable and magnetic and infinite. But then all these little layers got put into place, these filters that made us forget 
Mm-hmm. And so it's really just a remembering. Yeah, it truly is. I love that. And um, I feel like for someone who's going through that, and I know, I feel like in my personal experience, there's always more layers. There's always more work to be mm-hmm. done. You know? um, but I, I especially remember like the version of myself that was at the start of my business or at the start of my kind of like healing and personal growth journey. And for someone who's going through anxiety right now, for somebody who's going through self-worth, like not really knowing if their goals and desires are possible, like all these things, sometimes it can feel so real. I have to ask you the question from your perspective and your personal life, as well as you work with your clients, like, is that something you can really unlearn? Like, can you really get to a place where you're like, oh my gosh, I fully believe in myself. Wow. Like I felt like I was worthless for so long and now I see my own worth and value. Unequivocally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And listen, every level, every level, new double, like there's going to be continued layers. Like you were saying, you're like, Oh, I got there. And you're like, okay, here we go again. Oh, here we go again. But, you're, but you're doing it like after practicing it for so long, it gets a little bit easier to like collapse time and get through those levels a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And you catch yourself like revert, um, either reverting to old patterns mm-hmm. or, you know, again, when you practice, it's just like any habit, it's like tying your shoes. You know what I mean? Like you didn't know what shoelaces were at the beginning and now you do them while you're talking on the phone and running out the door. It's just something that you need to honor the stages of learning to get it to a place of automation really. Mm-hmm. But yes. And mm-hmm. on uh, I'm a prime example of that going from a place that like I was so anxious and really not like there was a small part of me that was like but you're meant for more you know which obviously like it guided me to to do something about it or else I would have just done nothing if that was my mm-hmm. full 100% belief you you need to want to though mm-hmm. like nobody can persuade you mm-hmm to do, to take action, to commit to yourself, to go to the healing or the healers, to like jump into the work and commit to it. There has to be a, a turning point. There has to be something with that, like the, the last straw, the rock bottom, the breakdown, like whatever it is for you. Mine was my anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they're almost needed. That's why breakdowns lead to breakthroughs because they are a turning point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you have to go to a breakdown or anxiety attack in order to get there, but like, just something like I'm fed up. Mm-hmm. It could just be like, enough is enough. I, I can't live like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see other people feeling good and having these stories and anyway, you know, bless Instagram for being able to like, let us see all of these inspirational stories and the internet and YouTube and like, you know, things that have weren't accessible not too long ago. Like, let's be yeah. serious and have given us hope. It's just mm-hmm. like, I, I remember the story that's always told about, um, you know, the, the man who finally um, ran a mile in a minute mm. and nobody had done it before, but as soon as he did, yeah, it was beat. And then it was in the shorter time. And then and more and more people did it because it's like he, college students do it now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, he gave permission and he gave the level of belief that this is possible. And then people started believing it. So us being able to see other people mm-hmm. having gone through trauma and tragedy and pain and breakthroughs and whatever that narrative is for them or that storyline was for them and then come out the other side stronger inspires us and plants little seeds in us that 
we can too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yes, you can. Yes, you need to want to. Mm-hmm. And yes, you need to commit to the work. Is it easy? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and think that's why nobody can, to. that's why nobody can convince you to do it because it's not easy. You know what I mean? If someone's like, I'm going to convince you to eat this cookie, then you'll, if you eat the cookie and you probably will end up doing it, but it's like, I'm going to try to convince you to dive into this shadow and uncover these like emotional wounds or whatever. <laughs> not so easy right that's an easy thing to say no to so unless you really want it for yourself and I think as well what you said the the breakdowns the last straws the rock bottoms they are really powerful um like trans transformational periods in our life but the thing that is that we can actually like create that certainty and that energy within ourselves as well because I think it is interesting I've had many many a rock bottoms in my time they've always been changing points for me mm-hmm. but also what I started to notice is that once my life started getting really good and not saying that bad things don't happen to me it is like more one of those things that it's like now I see challenge so much differently and I'm so much more I trust the process so much more now that even if it's uncomfortable even if it sucks even if I'm crying I know it's fine you know what I mean like I know I'll be okay and not in a gaslighting type of way but in a true certainty of like I trust my path right um and there's but there's like this this energy that happens when and this is where I think people really need to look out for is like it's one thing when things are bad but when things are good but they're not it you know what I mean when things are good but they're not great I mean that's a really interesting place to be in as well because in that place you don't often have a rock bottom like I'm sure you can create one for yourself (laughs) but um it's like then it's like when everything inside is you is a little bit uncomfortable and this is like more the kind of like pivoting moments that I've personally had in the last year you know is moments when I'm like yeah everything's amazing but I really do desire this next level but I could also just stay here. This is great. You know, nothing's wrong, but that's kind of cool. And then it's like, and then you like have to really allow yourself to dive into the deep work, the shadow, the, um, like the tiny pieces of discomfort, even though they're just so little because everything's actually great, you know, like you have to actually give yourself permission to dive into those and explore. And it's like, that's also an interesting space. Like, have you had much experience with that as well? Yeah. And like you mentioned, you'd be great where you are now, which is the place we want to get to. We want to be able to say like, I'm good. Yeah. If it was like this every day for the rest of my life, like I'm solid. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's like not only where we want to get to as feeling fulfilled in our lives, no matter what stage or step we're at, mm-hmm. we want to find enough in our experience that we can feel that way. Mm-hmm. But damn, what a place for manifestation and attraction when you come from a place of wholeness and completeness, oof, like that's that magnet magnetism is on point mm-hmm. right at that like little combustion point that happens. Yeah. Because you're I not doing it from a place of lack or like mm-hmm. I don't have it or I need this to, exactly. to come for me to feel insert emotion. Yeah. That's what I was just gonna say. It's like the difference between um yeah, lack or like need, like I need this right now <laughs> versus I desire to see what will happen. Like, wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Yeah. Um, and, and that's it's a okay. Whole, yeah. It's a whole different um, mental ball game as well. 
Yeah. Um, and to answer your question, that was yeah. a totally, totally got sideboard there, was as we continue to, you know, achieve new goals or seek new goals that, and, and while things are good and while mm-hmm. we're in a place of fulfillment and joy and abundance, like I mentioned earlier, new level, new devil, you have to keep breaking through these these little mm-hmm. ceilings or these little barriers in order to get there. Even though, again, things are really good, a new level of experience requires a new level of us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to keep growing. Is it, can we do it a little quicker? Can we do it a little bit more effectively? Can we do mm-hmm. it with a higher level of belief? Because you're like, well, look how far I've come. Why couldn't I go further? And then like, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, burrowing out to the next, to the next place. But yeah, there's always going to be mm-hmm. something. And then there's also to mention as a heads up to anybody who's seeking anything more, there's the upper limit problem, uh-huh. <laughs> which, I mean, if, if you haven't heard of this is basically we have our own set capacity for joy, for love, for creativity, for money, success, you know, all the good things that once we get close to those upper limits or we step outside of them, we're having a really beautiful time with our partner or we just got more money than we've ever gotten in our business or we're having this like really just joyous feeling for no reason or, and then self-sabotage kicks in. It's like, whoa, 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 people. We've gone a little too far outside of the parameters that we're used to. Let's rein it back in. Yeah. And whether it's your mind, like think about, I, I, I bet any person listening to this, can think of a time that they were feeling good and then their mind went to something negative and then they spiraled and they're like, what the fuck just happened? I was feeling so good. How did I end up over here? And even when it's something little, like, um, I know like a, a one that I do to myself all the time and I like laugh is like, I, we drove like to the major city that's close to us, Toronto, because I was having a spa day and like the most epic day ever. Like this was at the start of the year. And I'm like going there. I'm so excited. I have like my hot drink. I'm like listening to tunes in the car. And then I'm like, oh my God, did I turn my straightener off? <laughs> and I, like straight away, I'm like, what's something to worry about? I'll just worry if I left my straightener on or not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it was like the whole day. Um, I kept being like, uh, it was, uh, I don't know if it was my straightener. I think it was actually the stove because I know my straightener has a timer on it, but it was the stove. And then when we got back at the end of the day, we're like driving around the corner, just like still like at the back of our head. And we're like, okay, the house has not burned down. We're clear. We're in the clear. It's fine. <laughs> but that's exactly what I mean. And it's yeah. sneaky because you don't see, there's not like a neon, you know, mm-hmm. lights that are saying I'm self-sabotaging behavior. Mm-hmm. It just sneaks in there and you think that this is an actual concern that you should be thinking. Yeah, like totally. I could have left the oven on. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. And and even like one of my example, well, I mean, one of mm-hmm. my examples was I would make more money mm-hmm. and then I would spend it and get myself right back into the same situation that I was. I was like, what just happened? Like, how mm-hmm. am I here again? Mm-hmm. Until I read this book and I was like, oh my God. And I could, as was soon as I had the- leap? Yes, Gay Hendricks. So um, good. So good. Everybody, the big leap, write it down. Everybody on this planet needs to read that book. But I would, as soon as I read it and I was like, like mind blown every page. I was like, okay, so right when you have an awareness around something, it has less control over you and mm-hmm. you can't like unremember it or unlearn it. And so 
as soon as I would like make more money, I would literally be aware to the fact that I was having urges to spend. I was like, Oh, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, I see it now. I see it. Mm -hmm. And I I would be able to then stop that Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, get myself into a better financial situation. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. But even things like I'd have a beautiful day with my partner and then we'd bicker about something stupid at the end of the day and just ruin it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something like that you know what I mean or you're doing well in your business your relationship is doing isn't doing well or the other way around yeah so it's like it just somehow has to balance things mm-hmm. so that you stay within a certain level of existence reality or feeling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so you know being aware of that too is is huge yeah and that's exactly I think what um you know when that because that comfort zone bubble right that thermostat that we're set at that is it's always like, it's our comfort zone. So it's like, if, if your comfort zone is, um, you know, financial troubles, if your comfort zone is tough relationships, if your comfort zone is there, that's what's going to be most comfortable, even though in our mind, we're like, what, I don't want this, but a part of us is used to it. Another really good book on like, um, on this topic is existential kink. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a good one. And it talks about how on some level, we're all a bit, a little bit sick and perverted and want the things that we don't want in our lives. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a really interesting, cool perspective, but um, yeah. And so then that's exactly what I was saying before. Like when, it, when it gets better, that's still like your thermostat. Right. And so that's the question that I like to play with all the time for myself now, as I say, you know, like, I'm so happy. How much happier could I feel? I'm so inspired. How much more inspired about my work could I be? I love the work that I do, but is there another level of love for my work? You know, and then it's those areas that I like to play with. And then it's crazy what uncovers itself though, because like I recently did this like with my business because I was like, I love it, but I'm not really in like a growth, like I I don't feel like the same like level of momentum that I did when I was first like leveling up into this place. So I was like, Hmm, I wonder what else is available. And I like explored and I was like, and it was just like these tiny little tweaks. And then suddenly that fire is there again, you know, it's like so interesting. But yeah. Yeah. Simply by posing the question, simply by posing the question, your intuition, your soul, like whatever you want to call that, will will guide you to an answer and will give you access to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. Um, so, I mean, there's, I feel like there was like so many other things that we could like dive into from this, but kind of rounding it out if there, and I know this is a big ask because we've kind of talked about a whole bunch of random things, kind of all <laughs> similar path. Um, but if, if someone's listening is kind of thinking like, I love everything that you've talked about, but how can I like apply this into my life and my business? Like, what would you say to them? Or like, what could be like something, a powerful tool or perspective or whatever that they could take on and apply? Oh, this is a big question. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure, Anna. <laughs> and, and I mean, disclaimer, I know there's a billion things. Whatever yeah. comes to mind is totally cool. Yeah. I think the best way for me to answer this question is to give both sides of the answer, which Mm -hmm. is if you're sitting in a place where you are wanting to create a business, already been in your business for, you know, X amount of months or years, 
have been or you know have been doing well but have hit the you know a plateau any within any of those spaces you need to first and foremost and always and forever <laughs> align your mind like that's your mindset is the starting point of the creation process and really narrates and dictates your life your what how you think about your life how you feel about your life how you speak about your life how you show up in your life what decisions you make or don't make and so doing more of a discovery and becoming curious as to like what your current story is Mm-hmm. What your current story is about yourself, about money, about success, about your relationships, about mm-hmm. life, you know, about entrepreneurship and getting curious and, and really leaning into the space of aligning your mind. Attached to that is the area of healing. And there are so many beautiful modalities out there that you can see which one feels best for you right now and aligns most with you mm-hmm. but seeking more healing to move any stuck or stagnant energy any past traumas any past pains that may still not be fully processed and released is a huge advantage to building a more fulfilling life and accessing you know more of whatever you, that is that you're seeking because you're making space for it Mm-hmm. you know so again whether that's you know reiki or you know whatever ceremony you want to do or mm-hmm. you know what uh, you know therapy like again whatever whatever it is that you see that you get called to mm-hmm. in, investing in that part of yourself and that part of your life has huge advantages for so many different reasons mm-hmm. and not just for more but just to feel fucking better now Mm-hmm. you know um so that attached to the kind of align your mind portion of this and then in more of the kind of strategy slash personal value worth confidence part of it is aligning your tribe mm-hmm. and yeah so you know who am i speaking to who am i serving what are they going through and what are their goals and positioning yourself as an expert as you know, in that niche, in that category, so that mm-hmm. you're the go-to person. Yeah. Really. And that makes you feel more confident. That makes you feel more inspired and more excited in what you're doing and creating and offering. And then building out offers that you, that, that is an authentic expression of you mm-hmm. in my programs it's not just, like I said, it's not just business strategy. It's not just one thing. It is me mm-hmm. and my experience put together in a program. Cause I know that all of these elements, meditation, hypnotherapy, human design, um, tapping, you know, uh, journaling, gratitude, along with marketing, content creation, sales, like, like everything put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not just one thing. So make something that you get really excited about and as an authentic expression of who you are because you can do it all, but you can just keep it directed to one person that you are most excited Mm -hmm. to serve or really, you know, your dream client. Yeah. And then aligning your sales and really aligning your sales is not like, what's my sales strategy. It's what's my worth. 
What's my personal value? How much do I believe in what I'm offering or what I'm sharing? Mm-hmm. How open am I to more abundance and success yeah. and becoming a magnet for it and having, you know, instead of cold DMing people every single day and hoping that you're going to get clients out of that, just aligning with abundance <laughs> yeah. as opposed to the, the forcing and the pushing and the oof, if I get one more DM of somebody trying to sell me something or be like, hey, like, how are you doing? Like, I know instantly yeah. what's, what's happening. It's such a waste of time. I know. And I feel so bad because like, I, I used to just like really love connecting with new people. And now it's like, when you get those messages, you're just like, okay, is it going to be the second or the third message? that they're gonna pitch? Exactly. Or just right from the first, bam. Yeah. Like, like, At least wow, I'm like, okay, first. I know, I know not to respond, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just, I, a lot of times I'll just delete them, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's an overview and that's actually, yeah. it's, it's something I, I call my alignment method. It's just align your mind, align your tribe, align your offer and align your sales and doing it from a place of alignment and doing it from a place of authenticity and integrity and inspiration and of service and of impact. Mm-hmm. And the rest, the rest just comes. You don't have to try, you don't have to force, you don't have to push, you don't have to persuade. Mm-hmm. It just aligns. Yeah. And I have to ask you one more question. What is your human design? <laughs> I am a three, six generator with a sacral authority. I was like, when you were talking earlier, I was like, I wonder what it is. And then when you just said it, I was like, oh, she knows. <laughs> I'm do. a manifester, four, six, splendid oh manifester. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> very, very cool. Oh man, this has been so cool. So, I mean, I've, I've shouted your Instagram out already, sit with Anna, but where else can people connect with you? Or is that the best way? Like if somebody's wanting to kind of be in your space, learn more about you and what you do and all the things yeah instagram is is my jam and where a lot of my tribe comes in so yeah sit with anna on instagram or you can obviously check me out on the web too just sit with anna.com cool amazing thank you so much for joining me today it's been so cool to hear your perspective and it's a perspective that i really love so thanks (laughs) thank you so much thank you and to all of you listening thank you so much for joining me as well it's always a pleasure to have you here and see you on the next episode Bye bye